All right, guys, welcome back. I have decided to just not overthink how long the episodes are going to be. So let me know what you guys are liking. But from now on, I think I'm just going to play around with kind of what I'm in the mood for with this podcast because sometimes resistance comes up to me toward doing these. And sometimes I feel like my solo apps, you know, aren't valuable unless they're super long. And then sometimes I feel they're too waffly and long. So if I'm in the mood to just get direct, potent content out to you that's short and sweet, I'm going to get those 10 minute episodes out. But if I'm in the mood to have a long fucking chit chat with you guys, there's an hour and a half. I'm also going to allow myself the versatility of doing that. So honestly, takes what take what um you prefer because there's going to be variety out there. And I feel this way. I'm also playing into the two different audiences of like the person who loves to sink their teeth into an hour long episode on a car journey, but also the person who wants just like a quick 10 minute um morning booster before they start their day. I'm definitely the first person. I love to sink my teeth into a deep episode, but I know for a lot of people, you know, the distraction sinks in after about 15 minutes. So today I want to speak to resistance around doing the work. And you know what? I completely get it when people lack integrity around saying that they're doing the things that they're healing, they're putting in the work toward their personal development journey, they're becoming a better person, they're working through narratives and beliefs, they're building connections, they're transcending old, you know, um, sabotaging behavior and patterns. And I get it. I really do get it when people are kind of lying about this and not being integral to what they say they are doing. Because doing the work is fucking hard. It takes discomfort. It takes leaning into fear. It's fucking like energy zapping. It's traumatic. It's it's not enjoyable, especially not when you first are like seeing all your demons for the first time and being very confrontational with yourself. It's a skill that you really have to fucking work on and develop is like calling yourself out and being um, kind of your own mentor and your own guide before you can pay for someone to do it for you. And I think this is why in the first circumstance we kind of have to hit hit rock bottom and pay someone else to do that for us is because we do not want to see our demons until they are literally in overflow and coming out of us in many many ways that we can no longer ignore and then we still don't want to be that person that's confronting ourselves so we invest in somebody else to do it for us and I had this conversation with one of my clients the other day was the fact that a lot of the time you do not pay a coach or a mentor for their knowledge you can gain that knowledge from YouTube from um, podcasts you can gain it from cheaper books you can gain it from a lot of free or cheaper resources what you're paying for when it comes to coaching and mentorship is more often than not their energy for someone to hold space for you for accountability and for someone to, that's not afraid because they're not emotionally attached to be truthful and to call you out on your bullshit to yourself right so what I want you guys to ask yourself is what will disowning this identity force me to leave behind 
or what comfort will fixing my shit force me to leave behind? And I want you to have a real long journal about this. And this isn't just like, you know, a quick thought like, oh yeah, that's the answer. This is really delving into all the areas of your life where healing, transcending behaviors, becoming a better version of yourself, becoming that next level version of yourself, it's going to force you to leave behind a lot of comforts that are currently allowing you to self-sabotage, that are currently allowing you to stay stuck in lazy behavior that is serving you because you do not have to do the things, you're comfortable, you do not have to lean into fear. So where are you playing into that, whether it be friendships that are no longer serving you and they allow you to play out patterns such as, you know, drinking four nights a week, eating junk food, spending money on things you can't actually afford, whether it be friendships, whether it be work colleagues, a relationship that's potentially past its sell-by date, what comforts are you going to have to drop that are allowing you to be a less better version of yourself because it's the norm, because that's the environment you're placing yourself in. And you need to be like, okay, this is why I have resistance towards doing the things. This is why I have resistance towards fixing my shit. And I want you to keep in mind that I'll quote this, like, if you surround yourself with four heroin addicts, you'll become the fifth. If you surround yourself with four millionaires, you'll become the fifth, right? And it's like, you pick your difficult, pick your hard, pick your reward, pick your comfort. Because everything comes with hardships, everything comes with with rewards. Being a heroin addict, there's obviously reasons why people do it. And I am not advocating that in any way, shape or form. But obviously you get that quick reward, that quick feeling of, of betterness. So pick your heart. And I, I hope that no one that's listening to this is, you know, at that extreme but it's the examples I'm using. So really analyze your life here. And this is just a quick little bit of value and a potent question that I want you to ask yourself to investigate why you have resistance towards properly doing the work. And another thing I want to ask and I want to leave you guys with is, are you doing the work or are you actually doing the work? When you watch that masterclass, are you 110% present? Are you journaling? Are you taking action on your awarenesses and realizations? Or are you just sitting there with a cup of tea scrolling on your phone whilst you watch a masterclass? I've had to call myself out on that before. When you read the book, are you actually absorbing the information? Are you actually analyzing the questions? And are you taking action? Or are you just reading the fucking book? So many of us can say we've read the book before and not taken action. We've listened to the podcast and not taken action. You need to embody it. You need to take the action and you actually need to realize your own flaws rather than just being like, having the knowledge one of my friends says it like you know there's a knowledge action gap and once you bridge that gap that's when you'll become this next level version of yourself so you can soak up and have all the knowledge in the world and I think there gets to be a place for that in your journey right the start of your journey I think there gets to be a place of soaking up all this knowledge creating these awarenesses having this space and time by yourself to recognize right okay there's this whole new realm that I never knew existed there gets to be space and time for that but also you need to 
to bridge that knowledge action gap so that you can actually move and actually step into this next level version of yourself. So I hope those awarenesses have really allowed you to um, bring some potential actions into mind of where you can move and how you can next move and also bring some important realizations into mind of why you are having resistance towards certain things and question these things if it's like financial okay well what comfort are you gaining from not calling yourself out on your financial bullshit if it's social if it's career wise if it's location whatever the thing may be look at all the different aspects of your life and be like okay well, this is the comfort I'm gaining. Do I want that comfort or do I want the long-term reward? And go from there. I hope this has brought you so much value and I will speak to you next time.